0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network.
1: Let's circle up, folks, because it's time for the Virginia Wrestling Roundup, a show by the Virginia Wrestling Association. The Virginia Wrestling Roundup is also brought to you by Cliff Keen Athletic, built for life. Get more information on Cliff Keen products by going to matttalkonline.com slash Cliff cliffkeen. I'm Jason Bryant, a proud Virginia native, and each month we'll talk about relevant events and topics as it relates to the landscape of VAWA and the wrestling community in the state of Virginia at large. As always, you can find out all you need to know about VAWA by going to VirginiaWrestling.com. And Welcome back. It's been a long time since uh, we last had an episode of the Virginia Wrestling Roundup. We have to go back to May, but we're back in the saddle for another season of wrestling here on Mad Talk Online. My name is Jason Bryant, and uh, our guest today, the new executive director of the Virginia Wrestling Association, Nathan Coburn. Nathan is uh, a Virginian native. He wrestled in Northern Virginia, wrestled in college down in Old Dominion. We'll talk about his background. We'll talk about the things that are going on in the world of wrestling in Virginia, and then we'll also talk Fargo and upcoming events as well. But uh, first of all, Nathan, your first appearance here on the show, and you've got an important role to fill here with VAWA. First of all, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you. Happy to be here.
1: So let's just get the wheels rolling here. You're a recent graduate of Old Dominion University. We wrestled for Steve Martin. And this opportunity, Andrew Farrell left to to work with Arm Software. And then, so what was the enticing part for you to apply for this position?
2: I'm really, all altogether, just to be back in the wrestling uh, in the wrestling platform. I was there working for Corporate America out in the city, good old D.C. And all I really wanted to do was just get back to club and help the kids out and, you know, not deal with the Metro anymore it seemed like a great opportunity. So I figured I'd take advantage of it.
1: So let's, just go back in time and, and get the the breakdown of when did you, when did you first start wrestling?
2: I started wrestling back in third grade. I was sent a, uh, we used to get these things Thursday folders where it would have announcements about stuff coming up. And, uh,
0: it was about this
2: flyer saying wrestling. And obviously I initially thought it meant like WWE. I was going to be hitting kids with chairs, but, uh, then I uh, saw what uh, folk style wrestling really was about.
1: So, as you started getting into wrestling, I mean, there's a certain age where you're like, all right, yeah, instead of just going to have fun and, you know, you know trying to play kickball and learning it's a single leg, when did the sport really become something that you, you cared about?
2: Well, to be honest, I, it was actually kind of later on. I was always playing multiple sports, whether it was baseball, I mean, there was even. One year where I was wrestling and playing basketball, uh, even playing lacrosse and stuff, but not until after my freshman year, actually my sophomore year of high school, when I repeated uh placing the same in the region and I wasn't too happy with that. And Coach Hill just kinda sat me down and was like, you know, if you really, really want to take this serious and you wanna uh not be satisfied with where you're at, then you need to come to off season. And that's when I really started to take it seriously and look more in focus more on the other styles along with freestyle Greco and just really wrestling year round.
1: What was about wrestling at the, the Hayfield program with Roy Hill, who's been such an integral part of VAWA for, for a number of years we're going on decades here. But uh, what was it about Roy that, that made wrestling for him fun and and wrestling for him an educational experience?
2: Oh man, I I could go on forever about what Coach Hill has done and how awesome of an experience it's been to wrestle for him. Uh, You know, Coach Hill was involved in my wrestling life ever since an early age, but it wasn't really until I started wrestling for him in high school that it, obviously he took uh, my wrestling background seriously. And um, he's like a father figure, not to myself, but to many kids. I mean, you could, you could have a whole website just to, with quotes on what people would say about Coach Hill. And um, it's really been a pleasure. I mean, I, I could words can't explain what Coach Hill's done for me. And um, my family as well, but I'm really excited for this next season because I'll be coaching alongside him.
1: Yeah, and when it comes to to Coach Hill and and all the time spent, I mean, how many hours do you think you spend in the in the old van?
2: Oh man, well if you're talking the old sag wagon with the TV,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that van,
2: I put I'll put on a – I'd probably put on shoot I'd say definitely in the upper thousands. Probably close to five, six thousand miles on that thing. And then we recently did a GoFundMe and my dad actually is a mechanic, went out with Coach Hill to pick a uh, nice new white van that he uses to carry the kids around with now. So and the the old upgraded, one was the upgraded, old, old one was back as, luxurious in as the <laughs> as the cadet seats that they had, so <laughs>
1: I'll say this the old one when it was when it was relatively not oldish uh was pretty pimp back in its day so i, I remember looking at it going oh yeah it wasn't quite as i mean it, it was it was as well traveled as my old el camino you'll have to ask some of the older guys about that but oh yeah uh, <laughs> that that one has legendary i was uh, i was
2: the last class that they could even watch movies with it and i remember when that thing got broken so that was very disheartening some very uh very long trips after that point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And as we move forward, you, you, you decide to go to college and then you you took some time off from wrestling. What was, what was the reason behind, uh, you know, taking the time off?
2: Um, to be honest, I was pretty burnt out after my senior year. I was cutting up a good amount of weight. And I mean, I had several offers from colleges. I only really went on one visit. Um, but I, I really just kind of wanted to focus on academics, and after two years, you know, I went and wrestled in an open tournament, the Mawa, and uh, Coach Hill really is what kind of inspired me to get back on the mat and get back to competing.
1: Yeah, because uh, you didn't you didn't have really the intention when you went to Old Dominion to wrestle, uh, you know, at, at the Division One level, and then you know w- once once you got that Mawa itch back, I mean, what was that first conversation like with whether it? Was it Steve Martin? or Was it Mike Dixon? About it's like, hey, um, you know, I'm here. Uh, can I can I be on the can I walk on? <laughs>
2: well, Steve's very strict on uh, walk ons, that's for sure. So I actually. After the mall, I, there was one time where we were at Gunston, and I was just helping train with the kids, and I went up to Coach Hill, and I don't know, I just was kind of beating up on the kids pretty hard and went up to him and told him, I was like, you know, see, Coach, I still have it. And he was like, yeah, if you apply if you apply yourself like you used to and you work as hard as you did back in high school, you could probably walk on to ODU. And that really just kind of stuck with me. You know, my cousin was on the team, and I had a lot of friends that were already on the team, and I just that just was really stuck in my head. So I started kind of training. Um, working real hard. In fact, um, my old college roommate, Lloyd Tenaglia, who wrestled at Chantilly, we would go in the courtyard. I don't know if you're familiar. with The the district departments were past your time at ODU.
1: Oh, sure, rub uh, it in, sure, rub it in, rub the age (laughs) thing in.
2: We would actually go in. They had, like, this turf, and we would go in there and wrestle. And um, so I ended up, you know, I contacted the coaches. They said they wanted to see me wrestle and uh, went out to University Nationals. The day before we left, I was there training at George Mason's room. Joe Russell's awesome. He uh, He's always welcomed me into his room. And uh, I was wrestling this kid, snapped his head down, brought it up, hit me in the head, and my tooth practically went through my lips, so I had to get eight stitches the day before we left. Um, so I go up to Akron, ended up, you know, doing all right. All-American in uh, Greco. And I think I went, like, two and two in freestyle, which is what most of – The guys at ODU, uh, at unfortunately at that time, had done. Since then, we've had several All-Americans in the University Nationals. So, Um, but yeah, then I got a call from Dixon, or got a call from my cousin saying that Dixon told me they'd like to see me train, and I was there in the ER getting my uh, stitches redone. So, that was uh, that was pretty cool
1: yeah cuz you know people don't just you know people when they hear walk on you know they're thinking okay you're a freshman and then okay you're your workout fodder okay you're probably last you know the the ones that are kind of half half hearted and it's like yeah hey, i'll try it and they're 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 talking about a year maybe maybe even a uh, a semester but you you did this you did this on the tail end of your college career it's like okay uh, I'm just going to go to University Nationals. I mean, just to go out there and place in Greco after you know there, there wasn't a whole lot of competitive opportunities between your senior year and then. I mean, that's 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 just kind of like that. It's not quite a Rudy esque story because you don't cap it with you know the big takedown, the win the win the homecoming duel, and you know things like yeah. that. But you know, what was it like to kind of be that 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 kind of that walk on is like all right, I've I've earned a spot on this team. I mean, what did you learn out of that experience?
2: Um. I mean, it, it was awesome. So at first it was kind of like, okay, I'm on the team now, now what do I do? And at first it was grueling. I mean, I was getting, I was getting my butt whooped left and right. Um, and so then I just really just kind of started applying myself. I was like, well, you know, worst comes to worst, I'm at least going to help better my teammates here. And so I realized, all right, well, I need to start really putting in the extra time. And so I would stay after practices or get an extra workout in on my own. And, um, eventually I was able to really hang with even the best guys in the room. Um, and then from there, I, I'm sure even a couple of the coaches probably thought when I first got in, they're like, okay, this kid's probably not going to last too long. Um, and I'm sure they're pretty surprised to see me, you know, last until I had graduated. But, um, from then it was just, all right, I want to wrestle in as many opens as I can. And, uh, you know, get as much competition as in as I can.
1: So, when you talked about focusing on the academics, you know, there's the wrestling part of it, but you you obviously went to college to get a degree and, and put that towards something and, and towards your career in business. What what were you looking at? What were you majoring in in Old Dominion? And what were your initial plans? Like you said, you were working in the corporate world following graduation, but uh, how much did that degree go into that first job? And realize, like, okay, I'm I'm applying myself with what I learned, but now I think I want to apply something else what I learned is something else.
2: Yeah. uh, Well, I've double majored in business analytics and marketing. And to be honest, I just – marketing has always been something that I've always been interested in, whether it's promotions, advertisements, or even just a business plan. But business analytics, there was one time I met with an advisor. They said, hey, it's only a couple extra classes. Um, Then I came to find out later on after I'd already kind of – uh, already jumped the gun with it, that it was a lot more than just a couple extra classes. Um, but business analytics, more so the research and statistics side, and that interested me as well. And, um, I didn't really have a clear path as far as what job I wanted. And so at first it was just kind of more, I got an outside sales position. I had several offers from inside sales firms and, um, this place I had interned at, but the outside dealing with clients, person to person, taking out them out to lunches, mining and dining them—that really enticed me. I knew that I wanted—I didn't know the exact industry I wanted to be in, but I knew I wanted to be in something where it was really personable.
1: Yeah, and, and in wrestling, it, that might be something as simple as like, all right, we're going to a nice steak dinner, or hey, I'll, I'll pick up your tab at the Buffalo Wild Wings.
2: Exactly, exactly. And obviously we enjoyed plenty of that over at, uh, at Fargo.
1: Yeah. For, for, for a number of years, I think, uh, let's see, this is my, I can't remember. I don't even know. I'm losing count. 18, 18, year, yeah, 18 years of Fargo for me. And so 17 years of Buffalo Wild Wings. But as the opportunity, open for the VAWA executive director position? How much did you pay attention to what, uh, what Andrew, your, your predecessor had done before you and seen the changes that had happened within VAWA that said, you know what, I think I can, I think I can really help benefit this position.
2: Oh, I mean, well, Andrew, actually him and I wrestled together back in high school. Um, he was coaching at Episcopal and he would let us come in on Sundays and stuff. And so I contacted him directly and just told him, Hey, man, I'm actually kind of interested in this position, but the, the impact he's left with Val is uh, indescribable. I mean, it's, he's really taken Virginia to the next level and he's really left some big shoes for me to fill. Um He's, he's really branded team Virginia. And I, he's been really helping me out, out a lot as of recent with the uh, transitioning into this position. And I do owe him a lot of credit because he's, I mean I just like I can't put into words what Coach Hill's done for me. I mean Andrew Andrew's done a hell of a job here at Vawa.
1: Yeah, now you get to coach with, with Roy at Hayfield and, and you get to work alongside Roy with Vawa. So it's like, you know, the the little pup has grown up for some of these things. I mean, I'm starting to hear that a lot too, because I mean yes. I've been around for you know, when I was the eighteen the year old kid in Virginia and now it's like I'm I'm old I got kids of my own. People are like, ah, you grew up. So Mr. Coburn, <laughs> you grew up. Now, moving into where where the real pressure is, and that is you know getting things ready for Fargo, uh, you know going through the ropes and learning how Andrews that and and, and the staff had you know booked the hotels and, and worked on the flights and everything. I mean, how what about the logistics part of it is challenging, and what about the logistics part of it is is something you're looking forward to tackling?
2: Oh, I mean, the logistics is the logistics and operations of Fargo is ridiculous. <laughs> um luckily i mean fargo was actually my second week on the job so i've been saying you know they kind of threw me in with the wolves but luckily it was already all set in place you know you you start planning for fargo there's stuff that i'm planning for it right now so you plan far in advance and then once you get there that's when you can kind of take a couple deep breaths and be like okay we're here we got everything set we're ready to go uh challenges as far as the logistics i mean luckily andrew left a very well thought out game plan i've you know been picking his brain bills a lot of the other guys are on the board and coaches and whatnot and been figuring out okay you know what did we do right this past year where can we progress for the following years and what do we need to do to achieve the goals that team virginia is trying to set
1: and what those goals uh, ultimately do lead to medals they lead to uh increased performance and and we look at the the medal count from Fargo this past year 14 medals across uh the the two women's age groups and then we also had uh you know each style picked up a uh, a medal on the boys side we've got uh you know 3 in junior freestyle 1 in cadet freestyle 3 cadet greco-roman medals a junior greco-roman medal, uh, medal 3 junior women 3 cadet women including uh Jesse Kirby's yep. championship at the cadet women's level and and we look at the women's organization i mean there's a, a group of girls coming through that are really kind of blazing the trail i mean there were there were all Americans beforehand, we've had national champions, but you know, what are you seeing out of this group of girls? that's coming through really, uh, you know, that they've been taking wrestling seriously because it, it's been around long enough since they were little kids to know that, okay, I can go to Fargo and wrestle. I can, I can wrestle nationals. I mean, let's the girls program here. And then, you know, with, with Kirby, you know, winning a championship and finishing third at the higher age group. I mean, this has got to be positive for, for the girls wrestling in Virginia as well.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the girls program really outperformed. I mean, not, we didn't even really know what to expect out of them. I mean, obviously we had a returning national champ and that was awesome. And we knew that we had a pretty solid group. Now, obviously it wasn't the biggest in Fargo, um, you know, California and Texas. That's uh, those are some big, big groups of uh, women's teams there, but uh, I really proud of the girls. I mean, they, they performed so well and they are all extremely committed to the sport of wrestling. Uh, I see Bree constantly tweeting about, Um, you know, trying to bring the women's sport and obviously Catherine, uh, the coach has her nonprofit, um, wrestle like a girl and they're constantly tweeting about, you know, trying to bring wrestling into the division one level. And, uh, we're hoping, uh, eventually, you know, bring girls wrestling into the high school level in Virginia as well.
1: Yeah, there's a couple tournaments that are they're going to be sanctioned this year on, on the girls' side. And now yep. uh, looking beyond the the girls now into the, the freestyle and Greco side of things, on the boys' side, I uh, had a couple finalists. Uh, John Boris made the finals in junior freestyle, Jeffrey Allen in junior Greco. And anytime Team Virginia gets up on that podium to compete, and this is two straight years that the state has won the Spirit Award, and this is something that I know Andrew took seriously, you take seriously, and the, the whole team's is starting to take seriously. When, when Team Virginia's on that race platform underneath the lights – that's an opportunity to put not just the athlete on the center stage, but show uh, the development and the progress that our state is making as a whole. I mean, uh, from an administrator standpoint, what's the feeling when you see a John Borst or a Jeffrey Allen or a Jesse Kirby go up on that stage?
2: Oh, I mean, it's awesome. I, I even tweeted a picture of Jeffrey Allen's match because I was just—it was just surreal to me, you know, being there under the lights and being in his corner with the other coaches. It was just. It's awesome, and honestly, when the when the kids really get into it, we're really proud of those team spirit awards because when the kids really get into it, I mean, it's so electrifying. Like Malcolm Robinson, when in his third place match, when he took down who now is his teammate over at Blair, uh, when he won that, clinched the match, and then got that takedown in the end, everyone jumping up. They happened to be alongside the mat uh, in the stands. Everyone jumping up, just going crazy. It was awesome. And we're really, really happy that our team was able to band, uh, bond together and support those even after they were done wrestling.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just, I, I don't want to f- leave any of the kids out, but I mean, there's just so many good performances. I remember that was one where I was sitting at the press table, I could hear this huge eruption, and I didn't even know who was oh, yeah. wrestling over there, but I knew it was Team oh. Virginia. I knew it was Team Virginia oh, yeah. involved. And then, uh, you know, you got guys like, you know, you know, Wade Wheeler, an interesting story going up a weight here, you know, in Kinect Greco and, and finishing fourth. And yeah. then, you know, you mentioned Bree Santos and then, uh, Trent Raglan, you know, losing it. The Ragland story is so intriguing to me because. Not only he lost his first round match to the same kid in both styles yep. and, in the, and he was the only kid in the tournament that came through in Greco that lost the first round came back and took third and he was on pace to do it again in the freestyle side of things but uh, much much bigger bracket there but uh, Raglan, the first All-American from New Kent uh, also of note and of course uh, you know just there's there's great individual performances all around I want to I want to move that into a great individual performance on somebody that represented Virginia recently at the Cadet World Championships. Kurt McHenry from Adeliesburg wrestles high school up in Maryland at St. Paul Cadet World Champion. That's, that's a huge win for the state of Virginia.
2: Oh yeah. And I mean, it's our second in three years, you know, Mason Manville, just two years back. Um, It's pretty, it's pretty awesome just to be able to even say that when I got, I was actually on my way down to North Carolina for the uh, NC state ODU game. And it was North Carolina USA wrestling. They had their, uh, fall chapter meeting so i was going down there to give a little presentation and i got the notification that kurt had won it and i i mean i went crazy i had my cousin austin who you know in the car and i was like damn virginia just had another world world uh champion man this is it it's crazy it's it's awesome to be able to say that you know the commonwealth has produced such you know high accolade athletes in the sport of wrestling
1: you know, I'm I'm really holding my tongue, trying not to throw an Austin Coburn joke out there because it's just you, you know you te- <laughs> oh, it, funny it, of it's them, man. teed up, man. I mean, well, the thing is, he's your cousin. I mean, we had uh, we had some some great quotes from the guys on the ODU show, but I need to, I need to, to getting off topic here for a minute. I need like one of the best Austin Coburn quote moments. In, in case you're wondering, yes, uh, the cousin we're referring to, Cosby State champion and, and old Dominion wrestler Austin Coburn. Yes, they are related. They are cousins. I mean, I'm not we sure are. which one luckily, claims. Luckily, I mean,
2: obviously, I got the better jeans, but it's okay. Yeah, I understand that's been a joke too.
1: But uh, so, give me the best no, Austin Coburn bad. quote that you can. You can pull up off the top of your head. It might. It might have been one from last weekend, for all we know.
2: Oh man, oh man. There's. I mean, there's some great ones for sure. Well, I can tell you one thing. When when I first started wrestling for Dixon, and I was getting all the compliance work done and everything, Dixon asked me. He's like, so are you like your co are you like your cousin? I said, what do you mean? He said, man, he's always losing things like his phone and his wallet. And I was like, let's put it this way. You know, Austin's book smart. I'm street smart. You And that's the best way to kind of describe us too. But the best quote I can think of for Austin, at least off the top of my head is it's more so a story and his dad tells it often. Um, there's this time that Austin, he, we know how Austin is and, uh, hit Maddie, his little sister, had some friends over for dinner and his dad told him, you know, Austin, I know how you can get. Just, you know, be be on your best behavior today. And I was like, all right, you know, and Austin's a very respectful kid, so I don't wanna be talking bad about him here. But uh he so they're all having dinner and then Bobby Joe, his dad, looks over and he sees Austin drinking one he has one uh two glasses of milk in both hands. He's drinking one in his left hand then he turns to the other, drinks it, turns to his right hand, drinks it, looks at his dad, sees his dad just giving him the most perplexed look, and he just spits it out everywhere, all over <laughs> Maddie's friends, who, like, all had little crushes there in Austin, just spits it all over them, and he's laughing, and says, I told you you be on your best behavior, and yep, that's, uh... That that's Austin for you.
1: <laughs> that was that was his best behavior. Apparently, there's also a reason exactly. why uh, why the old Dominion <laughs> sweatpants have pockets. And it, it, it oh, is, I yeah, believe, I believe sure. it's because. But anyway. They need
2: zippers on them too, though. They need to update them. <laughs> they need zippers on them, at least for guys like Austin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough, enough, enough abuse of, of Austin Coburn, your cousin there. Now, as we move forward, we talked about Kurt McHenry. We got a lot of events coming up here on the Vawa slate. And if you're listening to this show, you can go right to virginiawrestling.com. Uh, as we record this on September 29th, 2016, events coming up. Uh, we got a, we got a training day coming up. <sighs> Uh, for uh, for Vawa on the first, followed by you know the Virginia Challenge kickoff classic is on the second. We've got clinics that are popping up. Robinson's hosting two fall clinics. Uh, Kevin Steinhouse is coming into George Mason. He was a multiple time All American from the University of Minnesota. Good good relationship with Joe Russell there. So a busy fall for for the Vawa calendar. And, and let's just talk about these upcoming events, these training days, these clinics that are all coming uh, to, to the state of Virginia here before we get to the high school season.
2: Oh yeah, so. DVA training day, well, the Volvo's training day at uh, UVA this Saturday. We did it last year and I mean, it was a an awesome turnout. We had some of the best guys in the state there. And this year, last time I checked the registration, it's looking just as good. We have multiple returning state champs, multiple returning All-Americans. Uh, Kurt McHenry's on the list right now. So it's looking like it's going to be an awesome session. I know Steve Garland's going to be running the first session and, uh, at least helping out with it. And then, um, we'll have, Um, I forget who's actually running the second session. I'll have to see that, but I know that they'll be doing some live and, uh, it's, it's going to be an awesome uh, experience. It's going to be coach miles is actually running the second um, session. So yeah, it's going to be really great that along with the Virginia challenge, obviously I believe they have an individual and then a dual tournament. And, um, then we are kicking off our new elementary school and middle school dual teams, They'll be traveling out to Pennsylvania for a couple, Malvern Prep, the West Penn Duels, and uh, also they'll be there at the Virginia Beach Nationals. So got, got a lot coming up as of recent.
1: Yeah, and of course, all that information again. Go to Wrestling dot com and click on the events tab. And let's talk a little bit about uh, you mentioned. You know, the, the training days at UVA. We've got the camps at George Mason. Uh, we've got regional training centers at Virginia Tech, Farum, and, and Old Dominion. And, and you know, when you look at the college seen and how much these college programs are now working really, uh, in, uh, in, you know, they're ingrained with VAWA here. I mean, it's it's a little different than it was probably 10, 15 years ago where, you know, you'd, you'd have college coaches kind of on staff here and there. But for the most part, you're, you've got the buy-in from all the state's colleges.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're, they're well aware of the uh, opportunity that VAWA and Virginia USA Wrestling holds. And um, we love to have, you know, any experience we can, any exposure that we can help, the high school kids have to any of these college coaches, no matter the division, um, we're all for it. And uh, it's really been able to really work with the colleges, whether it is Virginia tech, UVA, George Mason, or Farron. And uh, it's, it's really been an awesome opportunity over the past couple of years, seeing these relationships grow.
1: Yeah. We've also got uh, some new coaching changes. We've got some, some new programs, the, uh, the program at Southern Virginia Division 3 School, uh, going from club to Division 3. Uh, they're championship eligible this year. Ferrum's hosted uh, Division 3 Regional within the last couple of years. They're actually, uh, the city of Roanoke and Ferrum, working on bidding for the NCAA Division 3 Championships during the 2019 through 2022 cycle. So there's an opportunity to have some national championship wrestling there. We've seen the coaches at Washington and Lee uh, involved in VAWA. So it's one thing that uh, we're seeing with the Division 3 level. And of course, there's a new coach at, at, at Hampton, Sydney. So uh, we're, we've got the, the smaller yep. schools that are building and, ha- and helping facilitate VAWA measures as well because we've had those, the coaches from those some of those schools on staff in Fargo.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Alex Ratsky was very, uh, very influential in our Fargo experience. I mean, he's an awesome coach over there at Washington and Lee, and we're very, very happy to have him over there helping us out in Fargo.
1: So now as we move forward, goals that you have for your position in VAWA and, and working with you know these people that have been basically, they were the team leaders when you were coming through, and now you're, you're a team leader with them. And uh, what are some plans that, that they've got that you're going to follow up with and, and push through, and what are some ideas that you're going to bring to the table that, uh, that some, some youth on, on your side is going to help you with?
2: Yeah, so obviously one of the biggest goals for any state chapter is just building the memberships itself. And uh as of recent, you know, we've been acquiring various youth leagues and helping them um helping them grow their memberships. But one of the biggest goals as of right now is really building our elementary school and middle school dual teams and they're we've got some real studs that have been joining these teams and they've got an awesome schedule up ahead of them, very, very tough schedule, but we're excited to see how these kids perform. So that's been one thing that's really been a top priority of mine that, along with obviously fundraising, bringing in some new corporate sponsors. We got a deal with Nike last year that Andrew got, and we're very happy for that, so looking to get some other ones, and that's one of, uh, another thing that I'm really focusing on is getting some new corporate sponsorships, and just really building a stronger Team Virginia brand and uh, increasing the scope of our organization. That's what my primary focus is here.
1: Yeah, one thing I did notice you alluded to this earlier about your trip down to uh, to North Carolina is I was uh, I was sitting there getting ready for the to watch the Old Dominion NC State game. I'm getting my I've got I've got my Chromecast set up. I'm, I'm streaming it, it's on ESPN three or watch ESPN. I'm like I'm ready to go. And Melissa Simmons, who is the director of operations for uh, NC State's wrestling program, sends me a picture. And it's you speaking at a podium with this big thing about the the, the podcast about this podcast from, 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 <laughs> from that's our podcast network. And she, hey, I had to
2: touch on it a little bit. Hey,
1: getting some. She goes, "You're getting some props." I'm like. What the heck? Oh, by the way, yep. ODU plays NC State. She had no clue, but you, you were definitely aware of yeah. what's going on. So, uh, so yeah, one, I appreciate the plug to North Carolina, but, but two, these, these things that we're doing here, and this is, this is going to give us a little bit of a, uh, a pat on the back, so to speak. I mean, it's not like we're, I'm looking for self-appreciation here, but, uh, but when you're, out there talking to companies now, and how much does things like podcasts, like the video, like like having interactive things on the website, how much do those entice these sponsors to be like, yeah, this is this is something we want to get behind because not only is it for kids, and it's and it's a, a great sport to promote so many different things that that wrestling brings, but it's also it's also connected, and, and we can keep tabs on it.
2: Oh, I mean, it helps a lot. Any promotion that we have being able to say that our membership is now up to about 7,000 to 8,000 people, being able to say, Hey, you have this many people that you're able to reach out to on uh, whether it's through the emails, social media, the podcast, or any other advertisements, it's huge. And that's what we're really using to our availability and really using it to our advantage. And that's why I had touched on it in my presentation. that I was saying, Hey, these are the promotional things that we're touching on and this is what's really given us, um, given us the edge on any other States that um, they are at least around our uh, around our height or trying to get to. And it's kind of funny you touched on that presentation. I actually started off. My first slide said final score: Monarchs twenty-one, Wolfpack seventeen. Clearly, that uh, that didn't happen. So <laughs> that was a pretty pretty tough game there.
1: Yeah, and considering, uh, well, at least they'll beat a Carolina school coming up this upcoming weekend. By the again, as we record this, uh, it's it, they got Charlotte. I, I'm pretty confident in that game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think they can
2: do alright against those Forty
1: ers Yeah. But thing is, here's the thing. This is a wrestling show. We can, we, we can, we can talk offline yeah. about how our, <laughs> our, our love for the football monarchs all we want. And, uh, you know, I've, I'll, I'll be hitting the game. I'll be back in November, uh, as the, uh, the, monarch, they'll, they'll take on Southern Miss. I'll be in town announcing the, uh, the old dominion, Missouri wrestling match that weekend as well. So I'll anyway, be there too. awesome. Final thoughts on uh, VAWA, the pitch for the parents that are discovering the show. I mean, what are some things that uh, they can look forward to this season?
2: Well, obviously all the biggest thing that we've been really been focusing on is the youth leagues that we've been working with. And um, there's a lot of opportunities with VAWA and USA wrestling. I mean, our, our sole goal is to keep the Olympic dream alive. We are the national governing body of, um, of wrestling. And it's, As far as uh, our pitch and what's coming up with Bawa, just stay tuned, virginiawrestling.com. Check out the calendar. Make sure to follow us on all our social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And um, we'll be sure to continue with our post.
1: And here on the podcast is we'll be firing up more frequently here as we, we took a little summer break, but, oh, uh, yeah. things happen when, when, you know, you're announcing the Olympics and stuff like that. So, uh, for Nathan Coburn, this is Jason Bryant. Thanks for listening to the Virginia Wrestling Roundup. More episodes coming soon. Stick around and watch and listen actually on com. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.